Hello and welcome to another episode of Is It Rotten, where I go through the movies on Rotten Tomatoes and watch the ones that have been deemed rotten either by the critics, the viewers, or both, and decide whether the movie is in fact rotten. I am your host, Edward V, and today I'll be discussing an extremely goofy movie. This 2000 film has a runtime of an hour and 19 minutes. The director is Douglas McCarthy, starring... Bill Farmer as Goofy, Jason Marsden as Max Goof, Jeff Bennett as Bradley Uppercrust III, Jim Cummings as Pete, Robert Paulson as PJ, Polly Shore as Bobby, and B.B. Newarth as Sylvia Marple. The plot summary. It's a big time in Max's life. He's college-bound with his friends and finally free of his embarrassing father as he strives to be a top contender for the X Games. Unfortunately, Goofy loses his job and learns that he cannot get another job without a college degree. To his son's mortification, Goofy decides to join him on his campus to get that degree. Desperate to distract his father, Max talks him into joining the competing Gamma fraternity team and introduces him to a wonderful librarian who shares his nostalgic love for the 1970s pastimes. Unfortunately, things do not go according to plan as events put this father-son relationship to the test. The current percentage on Rotten Tomatoes for this movie is a 57 from the critics and a 48% from the viewers. And we're just going to go ahead and get right into the review. So this movie, this movie, starts off showcasing the level of absurdity that is Goofy, with him trying to tape a banner to the side of the house and just failing miserably, and it's, it makes me wonder how this guy even got a job or holds a job to begin with. But anyway, so, Max uh, thinks him and his friends are just gonna show up at college and beat the five-time champions of the college X Games, and it's like, all right, you really, really think high of yourself there, huh, Max? That's, that's all right. So, during all of this, Pete is talking to Goofy, and Pete cannot be more happy that PJ is leaving to go to college. Like, he's already got plans for his room and everything, and who who did he even have a kid with? Like, when this, all this is happening, I'm thinking, who did he have a kid with? Also, who did Goofy have a kid with to have Max? And it's like, now that I'm thinking about it, just, have they ever made mention of Max's mother? If they did, I just it just completely went over my head. But they anyway, whatever. Moving on. So as this movie progresses, I mean, you, you find that Goofy is well-meaning and dull, but he never seems to actually listen to Max or try to understand him. And as I watched the movie, I later made a notation that, okay, he does try to do that. It just He just goes above and beyond. He doesn't really seem to actually stop and listen to Max and really understand what it is that Max enjoys about certain things. So it's, so I, I did notice that as I watched the movie more. But Goofy just, just, goes, just goes a little too far sometimes and, you know, whatever. So anyway, Goofy, Max, whatever, he packs up, goes to bed, wakes up the next morning, Goofy's making breakfast, Max is getting ready to go to college, and excuse me, how big is this house? Because Max comes downstairs, come down, comes downstairs, can I talk please? And skateboards into the kitchen, and skates around, and then out the front door, and I'm like, how, 
how are you skateboarding inside this house? I realize this is a cartoon and everything, but my goodness. You gotta have some kind of kitchen to be skateboarding around inside of it. Anyway, unimportant. Um, as they're, like, leaving to go to college and stuff, I'm, it's, I, I had to wonder. I was curious about whatever happened to Roxanne between the first movie and this one because she is never mentioned at all. I don't... Maybe that's just a... I don't even know what grade they were in in the first Goofy movie. But anyway, I just, I just just curious, just just wondering about that. Just, you know, whatever. So, Max and his gang, on the way to college, they, they swerve off the road and drive through this cornfield, and boom, they're at the college. <laughs> just watching this movie, I just I forgot how crazy it was. So, as they're, like, going and walking and skating around through the college and the campus and stuff, it's just, there's this guy... Just carrying a refrigerator over his head across the street. Mind you, I mean, they drew him to be a pretty buff-looking guy, but he is carrying it like it's a pillow <laughs> on, oh, like, over his head, just, just walking across the street. It's like, excuse me. Excuse me. So, cuts Goofy at his job at the toy factory, working the assembly line. They have these employees in these prison orange jumpsuits, and Goofy starts up his machine, and I immediately wonder why this machine has all the settings that it does on it. Like, it it really needs a stop and a go button, I feel like that's it. But this machine has a reverse, a stop, a go, a forward button, then it has a lever that controls the speed, which has fast, normal, and slow, and all of this is evidently there for hijinks to ensue, and boy does it because goofy starts daydreaming about max and then pretty much blows up the toy factory because he hits the reverse switch and then it's it fast and then he gets sucked up into the the pipe work and it just he blows up the factory gets himself fired cut to max skating down the street again he uses somebody's like pulling a mattress off of their car and he like skates up the mattress he uses it as a ramp off with his skateboard and it's like i realize this is a cartoon but that's not possible, bro. Just putting that putting that out there. Anyway, cuts his coffee shop where Bradley up across the third propositions Max to join the Gammas, but he turns him down because they only want Max and he doesn't want to abandon his friends. And while this is noble and all, also keeping in mind that the Gammas are pretty much the villains in this movie, in a different situation, when offered a chance to better yourself and move forward in life, electing to stay behind with your friends who are debatably, you know, were not, you know, like minded in obtaining success as you are, it's not a good decision to make to turn down a possible opportunity for growth. Uh, that's not to say cutting off friends is like a good thing or whatever to, to, to do, but if you have toxic people in your life that aren't pushing you forward to success but instead are holding you back it may be a good idea to reevaluate that relationship or the relationships there with that said the gamers immediately show they're bad people when max turns them down by bullying bobby and pj and this is like okay all right there all right then buddy just beat these people up in this coffee shop because that's what that's what we do these days, I guess. I don't know. Maybe that's how they did it back in 2000. Who knows? So, cut back to Goofy. Lady in the unemployment office just straight up tells Goofy that the 
the only way that they, they they can only find jobs for people that have college degrees and i never really liked that sentiment like the, the fact that you have to have a college degree to get a good job because sometimes practical application works better than book knowledge but i mean while i do understand having a degree can't open the doors for you to obtain that hands-on experience i just don't like being told that there's no opportunity for success unless you go to college and get a degree when that's simply not the case it just, it's it's an enabling factor for you to be able to get a possibly better job or a better career or whatever, but that's not the only means of finding a good job. But I digress. So we meet, we immediately cut to Goofy showing up at one of Max's classes, and it was said in, at the unemployment office that Goofy had attended three years of college prior Back in the 70s so I don't understand I mean I don't get how he would end up with the same classes as Max if he only needs to finish his last his last year of college I mean maybe he has to take like some some remedial classes because Max is a freshman at the college so maybe he has to take some remedial classes or something like that or I maybe they just you know it's a cartoon maybe it just didn't think it was that important whatever but I don't know it's, it's just what I was thinking anyway Moving on to Max and Goofy in the library and Goofy meeting Miss Marpole or Sylvia Marpole. Um, I have to say that them geeking out over uh, over 70s stuff was just was just too cute. It's probably the most relatable part of this movie for me. Not so much like the 70s stuff, but just the geek culture in general. I could talk about personally. I could talk about like Star Wars or movies or superheroes just for hours on end. So that whole interaction, seeing them. It just it, it made me smile, made me light up, and seeing you know seeing them light up like that, it was just a really it 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 touched me to my core. It was so beautiful. But anyway, um, cut to the most iconic part of this movie for me, and that's Goofy and Sylvia doing the disco dancing at the club, which was ugh. Just watching that scene again, it was just it just took me back to the first time. I don't remember exactly the first time, but just that's that particular scene in this movie. It was just it's so memorable. I've always loved that part of this movie. It's just uh, anyway. But before that, <laughs> this girl comes up to Max and asks him for a dance later while his face is literally smothered, covered in nacho cheese. And I'm just like, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure that's not how that works in real life. But I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. Maybe it does work like that. Maybe just you just look like a complete slob, like you never learned how to eat. And you just you just have chicks coming up to you like, hey, let me get that. Let me get that dance in a minute, even though you got cheese all over your face like an infant. I don't know. As I'm watching this movie, though, I'm like looking at the time and stuff. I'm pausing to you know, write my notes and stuff. I'm like, man, this movie is it's a, movie is going by pretty quick. I mean, it's, it's a brisk hour, 19 minutes. So 19, 18, 19 minutes, whatever. So I guess, you know, it's not it's not a bad watch. I mean, it's, I, mean I think the first Goofy movie wasn't even... It wasn't even that long either, but whatever. So, the gammas are blatantly cheating, and the judges are just ignoring it. During the first event, during the skateboarding event, like, uh, they recruit, they re- the gammas recruit Goofy, where Max puts, puts him onto Goofy, so that he can kind of brush him off and get rid of him, get him off his back. So, you know, the gammas are blatantly cheating. They put a rocket thing on the bottom of Goofy's board, and he, like, rockets all around the, all around the skate course. And it's like he's leaving like these black clouds of smoke all throughout the all throughout the skate park. And it's like the judges are not saying anything. They're giving them straight tens 
for what just it's because it's clear he's cheating and then max goes up does his thing bradley pulls out this mirror puts a reflection in max's eyes and you can see clearly that he's doing it and nobody is just uh, what so anyway i mean this is kind of what max gets for trying to shove his dad off on the gammas instead of just talking to him and telling him that he's being a bit overbearing just having a conversation with him but no not at all <laughs> cut to a montage montage rather of goofy studying for to get his grades up and stuff and as a kid i don't think i ever really got this part of the movie but watching it now you know i i, I didn't really realize at that time that he was studying to pass his midterm because he failed it during that whole dream sequence earlier um when he started daydreaming about max and stuff after he shut him down and it was like all right it's this you know this movie just it just it jumps it jumps really fast from from point to point so that's that's that um so when goofy goes back to return uh to return his gamma pin to the gammas and whatever because he's quitting the team he overhears them talking about how they're going to cheat to win the X Game Finals. And then he goes to tell Max about it, and Max doesn't believe him. I don't understand why, because it's been so obvious to this point that they've been cheating. Um, I also don't know why Goofy doesn't tell them then and there that he quit the Gammas. That comes up later, like they when Max thinks that the Gammas kicked him off or something like that. And I don't, I just don't understand why Goofy didn't tell him that he quit the Gammas because he found out that they were cheating or you know spun it in some kind of way so that max would understand it uh, i don't know it's it's the plot i guess whatever so it's time for the x games and the gammas are just once again straight up cheating in all of the events it's not hidden at all and i'm just like how is this being allowed bradley is straight up pulling buttons out he pulls a button out blast pj off the map like pj is like not even seen in this movie again until after all of this and then it, it, not to mention how did pj put his skates on and not even realize that he has rockets stuck to the sides of them and then one of the cheating schemes is walking an elderly person across the track and one of the commentators makes a comment like oh no there's an old elderly woman there's a couple people walking across the track and this is like how is this even allowed how is this even allowed there are people standing right there when the guy puts the old woman on the track and walks across like it's clear that somebody this is this is nefarious this is not supposed to be <laughs> not supposed to be happening um but, you know, all the the events keep going. They keep messing up, breaking their bikes and boards and all this stuff. And Bradley is so obsessed with winning that uh, when he gets knocked down, he doesn't even want Tank to finish for the team first. He wants to be the one to cross the line. So he pulls out another remote in front of everybody that controls a rocket attached to Max's board, which, whatever. Where is he keeping all these remotes in this skin-tight suit, by the way? And propels him into the giant X Games inflatable, then just rides on by when both Max and Tate could possibly die when this thing catches on fire. That's how much he cares about winning some stupid X Games. Just, just a, just a mild case of attempted murder because they, because I mean, they end up, you know, surviving. Nothing to sweat about. Or two cases of manslaughter had they not survived. It's just, ah, uh, ah. Uh. Anyway, I remember when they showed this movie on TV. It went to commercial, like, right when they crashed into the X. And they always came back when they were coming out of the X. And I always hated that. Because I'd seen it prior, so it was like, just just show them inside the thing, man. This is such a weird cut. It it just, it, 
whatever. So Max team, Max's team wins the X Games. Goofy graduates from college, and Goofy and Sylvia ride off into the sunset. And that's an extremely goofy movie. And man, I enjoyed that movie. <laughs> I can I can understand the critics giving it the rating that they did, but the viewers, the viewers had it so much lower than the critics. I don't I don't understand. That. I mean, it it may be because it kind of has a different heart than a goofy movie. Maybe people watching it didn't like that. I don't know. I still enjoyed it. In my opinion, this movie is not rotten. I, it, 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 no, it's not as good as a goofy movie, but it's still good. It's still enjoyable. It still has laughs. Like you know, the stuff that I pointed out is just dumb cartoon stuff. Like it's whatever. It's just it was just it was just a fun movie. And just stop being so grumpy. Gosh, enjoy your movies. Anyway, so my recommendation for this month is Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. And I know I said something about it before on a previous episode, but I have to reiterate that people need to go see this movie. I've seen it twice now, and I plan to go see it again soon. I really love this movie and what they did with it. The animation style is amazing. The colors are fantastic. The voice acting is incredible. The music is great. It's just firing on all, firing on all cylinders for me, and not enough people are going to see it. Like, it's just looking at just how much money it's making. It's not, it's not making enough money. I think people are being deterred by the fact that the animation, like, it doesn't look like a typical animation that you would see in, like, a Pixar or an Illumination film or something like that. So combine that with that, with the possibility of the people seeing the different Spider-Man, Spider-Women being confused by that. Possibly. I don't, I don't know what's, what it is. I have no idea. But whatever the reason, people need to go see this movie. It's really one of my favorite movies for 2018. And it's just, I just need more people to go see it because the story is really great. The characters are really great. The voice acting is really great. It's just such a good movie. And I need people to see it. I need so many more people to see it than than what they are. Oh, but anyway, that's the episode, guys. <laughs> if you like the episode, feel free to leave a review, five star, four star, whatever you want to do. Leave a comment. Tell me what you'd like to see, what you'd like me to watch and review um if i end up watching one of your suggestions i'll give you a shout out on the podcast as always i put the link to the rotten tomatoes page in the show 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 notes rather if you want to look into the movie you can follow me on twitter at is it rotten cast on instagram at difficult dot productions d-i-f-f-i-k-u-l-t dot productions or email me at is it rotten at gmail.com I hope you'll join me next week when I'll be discussing the Gerard Butler movie, Gamer. Until next Wednesday, have a great week, and may the force be with you.